Good evening, everybody. Welcome to episode two of Based Bracketology. Uh, I am the, I guess, host of this show now. Uh, I am Corey. Uh, Drew is joining me today. Uh, Drew, checking in. You're so confident in your hosting, and I love it. Uh, thanks for having me, Corey. Very happy to be here tonight. Doing uh, your quarantine's going well, Drew. Day four, I am thriving. It's great. As I said on my own pod, I was genetically engineered in a lab for this moment in history, so I'm doing well. I told uh, I told my, one of my grads that I haven't been outside of my apartment in like four days, and how under any other circumstances that sounds terribly depressing, but at this time in history, it's what you're supposed to do. So I'm Love living it. my best life. You're loving it. You're just, you know, playing a bunch of video games, getting frustrated by Curtis Granderson, and I think I will fly to L.A. or wherever that dude lives and stab him and Corey Kluber for pitching like absolute junk when I need one more extra base hit in order to finish a challenge. Um, You'll you'll be okay. You can blame Sony San Diego for that. Oh, God. They made hitting harder. I don't know why anyone needed hitting to be harder. I just needed pitching to be easier. I didn't need hitting to be harder in order to make pitching. Uh, you know what? I get off yeah. my rant, rant wheel. The game's not that hard, man. Uh, checking in from uh, Schaumburg, Illinois. Great pit. How's it going, man? I'm excited to see Drew so riled up so early. This is going <laughs> to be a good one. Only going to get worse. Your quarantine's going fine, Grant. Yeah, this was uh, day two of work from home, and yesterday I like actually went to the office to go grab some stuff so this is my first full day of not going outside i haven't lost it yet that's good i hope i hope it's uh doing okay for you i'm still waiting for you to drive up here to quarantine with me so we're no having good times and stuff but yeah we'll figure I think it that out. defeats the purpose of a quarantine oh we the got thought is nice we were there together if we if one of us got exposed both of us got exposed i don't care um Checking in from Oxford, Mississippi, uh, by way of the better Chicago suburb, Evan Murray. <laughs> What's up? That's true. Lake Zurich. Shout out. Um, doing good. I'm on my third day of work from home. Uh, but like I had mentioned before, I'm not really quarantined. I'm still going out and going for walks and stuff, making sure I'm distant enough from people. But, you know, we've had really nice weather, so trying to keep the spirits up as they say but ready to talk some drinking well that's a good segue using the word spirits and everything so that was uh that was well done um something that uh a lot of people are doing now when they're working from home that maybe they haven't been doing in the office i would hope not doing in the office is maybe cracking a beer having a cocktail you know at home while they're working a quarantini as you might call it uh yeah, that's good stuff right there. Uh, so uh, today's uh, bracket is basically we're gonna do a cocktail bracket. Uh, we've I've bracketed out sixteen of what I believe are the most popular cocktails, if you can call some of them cocktails uh, that people like to drink in our beloved United States of America. Uh, I did not include beer or wine on here, so that's just personal. Uh, on the bubble this week, uh, we had the mint julep was on the bubble. Um, the Sazerac was on the bubble. Uh, 
I told Drew the bubble, and I totally forgot what the rest of the bubble was, so that's good. Um, and I know my personal favorites I did not put on here, uh, but a personal favorite for me, uh, the Tom Collins. I did not put that in there. It's a great drink, My one of my favorites. Ah, yes. The French 75, which is a little fancy, but I'm a big fan of it. I didn't put that on there. And uh, the Pimm's Cup, which is just a whole lot of uh, – bartender work into one one beverage uh fruits and vegetables and gin and strange liqueurs and whatever it may be uh no i did not put that on there but i would say that probably is my my favorite drink of all time but um you guys have seen the bracket already is there anything that you know you think should be on the bubble that we didn't include no, I think I've made the point when uh, you sent your bubble teams that I think uh, the only one that stood out to me really, um, as will become quickly apparent, I am very much a whiskey bourbon guy. And I think the mint julep is the the team that upsets like a Duke or a Gonzaga like early in the season and then just spends the rest of the entire year playing 500 ball. Um, mint julep is very much a summer cocktail for like two weeks out of the summer and then one that just goes back into its bag only to be brought out next year. So uh, Mint Julep definitely has a special place in my heart, but a deservedly a bubble team. Yeah, I'd agree. I'm a little upset that Mint Julep isn't on here just because of some of the other things that are on here. But, <laughs> well, <laughs> that's just me. Uh, you know what? Um, I, I am not upset that Mint Julep is not on here. I'm, I don't care for Mint Julep's. Um, couple of drinks I noticed something like a, a pina colada isn't on here. That might have been a a bubble team for sure. Um, especially since summer's coming up. Uh, and then maybe something like a whiskey sour. I was looking at too, which is that would there. be oh, someone did not it. read the bracket. Evan. <laughs> you have one job uh, in preparation oh, for what? this. I. I already moved the uh, competitor in that region ahead, so that's why I didn't see it. Um, so I think the pina colada I didn't put on there personally because I think I hate the taste of coconut more than anything in the world, um, and that might just been a personal thing. And don't you have to? You, don't you need a blender to make a pina colada? I think it's maybe a bit much. Yeah, but it I takes don't know. a bit. I I do feel as though it's a uh, a very recognizable cocktail though well, i would think so it's very beachy i, I understand yeah. that daiquiris can easily not be frozen but i feel like i've only ever had them frozen and daiquiri is on here so i don't know that that uh, argument holds up mr greenspan well, that's please that's my passed out father's name <laughs> <laughs> Ayo. yes so uh without further ado because it seems like i cannot find my list of uh bubble teams so i guess uh we'll we'll move on to our first uh matchup in our bracket region the one seed versus the 16 what i'm going to end up doing is um i'm going to read the drink and then i'm going to read the ingredients or the recipe for said drink all that coming off of liquor.com uh go ahead grant if you'd like to no all right we're mature now perfect i love it (laughs) so our one seed which um, I mean, it's a very strong one seed. It's the margarita. Uh, the margarita, uh, which I have the ingredient here of uh, two parts tequila, one part lime juice, and then a half ounce of orange liqueur, 
an agave syrup if you want to get fancy with it. Uh, garnish with lime and salt, not sugar. Unless you're doing a flavored margarita, then sugar is okay, but I would definitely go salt over that I, 100%. Uh, versus our 16 seed, the I'm not trying to gain weight while I'm drinking, the vodka soda, which is <laughs> <laughs> vodka with club soda and maybe a lemon if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, so we have a, a somebody here, I believe, is our resident tequila expert. I don't know if it's an expert, but someone that does love a good tequila. Uh, so, Grant, I'm going to throw it to you because I know you have a lot of thoughts here on on margaritas and tequila in general. Thank you. Yes, I do. And I have the T-shirt to prove it uh, from our beloved Salty Dog Saloon in Gainesville, Florida. But, yeah, the margarita is one of my favorite cocktails because it's so easy. Like, you just listed the ingredients – I, I do it without the agave syrup because, like, I don't keep that handy. So if you got lime juice, heck, if you got lime juice and te- tequila, you could probably get away with it. If you throw in a little Grand Marnier, then you're being fancy, in my opinion. But it's just so good. It's so easy. It's, like, sharp with the lime juice. If you put salt on it, you got that going for you, too. I'm really anti-sugar, but I also don't like any sort of sugar when I'm drinking because it's just going to make the hangover worse. Uh, but yeah, you can really have fun with it. Frozen, on the rocks, straight, whatever. There's a million ways to do it, and none of them are really wrong as long as you enjoy it. Are you a rocks guy or a frozen guy? I am generally a rocks guy because I don't like the ice impeding the ability to get tequila into my body. I respect that. Uh, now, and your thoughts on flavored margaritas? I mean, teach your own. I'll get one time to time. Actually, now that I thought about it, I do really enjoy jalapeno margaritas because that just adds another layer of, yeah, Drew just made a face. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever had one of those. I love spicy foods, so it's just kind of a no-brainer for me to order one when it's on the menu. And it's it's really nice. Most flavors entails sugar and that's why i don't like them because like i said i don't like sugar when i'm drinking hangover central but the jalapeno in my opinion works really nice it's it it's a it's a flavor that's not already in there so it's nice to bring something new to the party cool this is great great (laughs) sorry I looked at Corey and Corey like did not move for a solid five seconds. And I honestly yeah. thought his call dropped. Uh, you were you were perfectly still. Um, no one I, can I, notice I, me. <laughs> I, I must be like a T Rex or something. But uh, I, I think the only thing I would have to add, I'm normally a rocks guy too. Especially um, there's a really good. Uh, there's actually like two or three really good Mexican restaurants in Athens, which is surprising. Um, uh, all of the of which serve a pretty decent margarita. One in particular serves a great on the rocks margarita. I think the only difference in my margarita habits or habits from Grant are that I will drink a flavored margarita, but I usually only want the flavored ones when they're frozen because I love a frozen peach margarita um, with sugar on the rim. And that is a drink that you have exactly like one of. Yeah, I know. That's 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 uh, me tearing a hole in my masculinity. But that is a drink for exactly the reason Grant said that you only have like one or two of. Otherwise, the 
the sugar hangover is going to be worse than the actual one. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll throw my vote to the margarita also, and I'll speak on it uh, in the next round. Uh, I think a lot has been said. I will give some props to the vodka soda, though. Uh, fantastic drink to eliminate your hangover and your calories. <laughs> it you just taste so bad, but if you can get used to it. It's not that bad, and uh, usually I throw in a little lime. I wouldn't do lemon, but they're not too bad. I, I have been known to get them from time to time. So I would say one of my least favorite drinks, uh, but I had to put it on here because, you know, it's so popular and everybody drinks them because they are, you know, less calories or whatever you want to call them, which is fine. Um, but we'll move the margarita on. Uh to our eight nine seed, our eight seed, the mojito, uh, which was always a fun summery drink. Uh, the mojito is white rum, so it's two ounces, a bunch of mint leaves, muddled down if you want to, uh, three quarter ounce lime juice, half ounce of simple syrup, and some club soda on the top. Uh, our nine seed is the Negroni. Uh, one part Campari, one part gin, one part sweet vermouth. Nice and simple. Um, I will throw this to anybody that's had a Negroni before. Yeah, I have. There you go. <laughs> uh, I my vote will actually go to the mojito. I like it more. Um, but I am a big fan of Negronis. They're a pretty good drink to get at dinner if you're eating like pasta or something like that. It, fits in well um if you like gin then the negroni is pretty good i know like my sister hates gin so i don't think she would ever get one of these and she probably wouldn't like it but i'm big on the gin uh so they're kind of nice to sip on uh but i think the mojito i don't know it just like epitomizes summer and just relaxing on a beach or on a boat just sipping on something that's a little sweet a little sour it's got the rum in it uh really a, a fantastic drink the only major thing i have with it is that it can kind of take the bartender a little bit to make having to muddle down mint and stuff i feel like it's a little bit of a hassle for them uh but you know that's why they get paid <laughs> yeah the yeah. mojito is one of the few uh sugary drinks that i i put aside my uh previous qualms with because it's just so good and again it's a nostalgia factor not to keep shouting out Gainesville bars but there's a place called the swamp that serves them by the pitcher (laughs) and a pitcher of a mojito was perfect was perfect and it's perfect yes it is just one pitcher per person but it gets the job done it was uh, it was great for summer. We used to go. We went there after like Fourth of July parties and stuff. And it was it's just it's good memories and refreshing. And they go down like no one's business. So yeah. Now now, what are your thoughts though? Because that same restaurant also has strawberry mojitos. What are y'all's thoughts on flavored mojitos? I'm I have I've had both of them, and I think it's fine. Like I think I think the big part of the mojito is just the white rum and the mint. And even the strawberry mojito still has mint in it. And I just think I, being a like Florida boy through and through, I, I personally love me a strawberry mojito. Yeah, I'm big on the, the flavored mojitos. 
I think they fit in well, kind of like Drew said. Yeah, I think the only thing that I have further to add uh, is that uh, Mojito as an eight seed is a is a travesty by the ranking committee. Well, that's, yeah, we that's can, just can, that's my two end, cents. Yeah. I know we, we can, do that at the end. No, that's fine. But. That's fine. You can get into that because these are personal opinions. I think. Well, they're not personal. They're what I think that the general public would put it as. Because I definitely underseeded a lot of my personal favorites on this list, which is fine for my purposes. But I was hoping maybe a more general public seating. But whatever. I get it. That's not a big deal. I dream of a world where the seating is determined because we have enough people listening to us ramble on that they will vote on Twitter or something. And we can seed by the number of votes that each, you know, item gets. Until then, it's just the four of us, I think, talking to each other. But I enjoy it. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, you know what? That's fine. We are... A Twitter following question mark potentially. I don't know. My uh, dad follows us. That's all that matters. Oh, that's perfect. We love to see that. Jerry's the king. Uh, okay, so we'll move on. Our four seed in this uh, wonderful bracket is the martini. Um, the martini can be made with vodka or gin. I definitely prefer it with gin because I hate vodka and everything vodka stands for. Uh, but that's uh, that's just me personally. Uh, so this is one and a half ounces of either vodka or gin and a half ounce of dry vermouth garnished with some olives. If you like it dirty, put some olive juice in it uh, if that's your style. If it's not, you know, I'm not going to... Uh, I'm not going to tell you you can't do that. Uh, going up against the 13 seed, uh, the gin and tonic, uh, which is gin and tonic water. Uh, so that's pretty simple stuff right there. Oh, that's uh, what's in it. Right? I know. <laughs> um, which is my go-to uh, drink at a busy bar. It's super cheap. I love gin. Uh, so this is my opinions right now. But uh, definitely a gin and tonic is – it's good because it's not Hangover City because tonic water doesn't have a bunch of sugar in it. Gin's not that bad with sugar. Um, it doesn't have so- soda, so it's light on you know the sugars and calories or whatever. But gin and tonic is a good go-to for like a dive bar or a busy bar. Uh, so that, that's, that's my thing. But uh, Drew, what, what do you got? I know you're a fancy boy. Yeah, so uh, so uh... – Full disclosure, I'm not a, much of a gin person. I'm not much of a vodka person either. I think the caveat on not being the biggest gin fan, and this is pretentious thing, number one, I'm about to say is I don't really like um, London gin or English gin, but I really like the gin I had in South Africa. And I think there's a legitimate reason for that before I let uh, Grant and Corey get too uh, far into about how much of a um, whatever. Um but a douchebag yeah that's the word (laughs) um the southern hemisphere in general just has a different botanical region and i think one of the biggest things that i hear for people who don't like gin is they say they don't like that it tastes like christmas trees and i'm one of those people and like southern hemisphere gin just doesn't have that problem um all that to say i am going to choose the gin and tonic here i think the gin and tonic is just like I think it's a classic, and I think that's enough of a utility pick to upset the more prim and proper martini. I just think there are generally better cocktails on a menu that I'm ordering than a martini. So at that point, I think the utility of the gin and tonic, the grab-and-go aspect, um, that everywhere is capable of serving it, I, I think that just makes it the, the upset right here. 
So James Bond is currently rolling in his uh, well second iteration grave or whatever that may be. Sorry to let you. I'm sorry to let you down, Daniel. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, so you mentioned the Christmas thing, um, and I personally that's what I love about gin, uh, because fresh cut lawn is probably my favorite smell in the world. Um, and I really so, love like pine scents, but I just don't like the taste of it apparently. Well, so, I, I guess I, that might be why I like the taste of it. I don't know. Yeah. Not to feed into Drew's ego and get him talking more about this, but I am really curious about how South African gin might taste different because one of the like pillars of gin is that it's made with juniper berries. That's what gives it that taste. So are they just not making with juniper berries and still calling it gin? Is it like a cousin of the juniper tree? Like I see you furiously googling because I'm trying to. Find I don't expect out what you to. <laughs> I don't expect you to know it. I'm just curious as to what could cause the flavor to, to be so drastically different when it's the same plant. I think it still has the juniper in it, but the juniper is not in here. I go using this term again that I used before the taping, but the juniper is not as forward. There's generally other like more citrusy notes, which I think lands it closer to like other alcohols that I like. I'm fine That's with a, that. I, that, did, that. That didn't sound too pretentious. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm getting better. There you go. We have any I want to hear thoughts, Evan. I want to hear Evan's thoughts. Um, I my vote goes to the GNT. Uh, I think you guys definitely know that I'm big time on it. Me and Corey were throwing them down when we were in Milwaukee over winter break. Oh um, boy. <laughs> uh, the martini. Uh, I I'm just not a fan of it for some reason. I don't know if it's just because it's like an old drink. It. It doesn't do it for me, especially how you can kind of interchange vodka and gin. I think those should just be two different cocktails. They shouldn't be one martini. Um, I, props to James Bond, though. Uh, I love those movies. So martini definitely gets the points there. But in my opinion, uh, gin and tonic, pretty much everything Corey talked about was were my exact thoughts for that. Great, you want cool. to defend your uh, baby boy? Yeah, so I know the G&T is moving on already. I'll accept the L, but I'm a big fan of martinis. Um, story time. I think the first time I ever had a martini, uh, I was at a friend's house, and his parents were making them. It was my first time going to the house, uh, and it was just the funniest experience because it's like his stepmom made a martini. Asked how I liked it. I was like, I don't know. I've never had one made it dirty which turns out that is how i like them which is awesome and then her conversation starter was, so do you like women <laughs> and i i didn't realize that's that was the impression i gave off but uh it was it's very memorable and i think it also ruined martinis for me because they were pretty well off and i think they were using all the most top shelf stuff because now i'll go to like a dive bar with Corey, and this oh, is no. a again true story <sighs> order a martini and watch that's them just, pour it from a hose. <laughs> that's your own fault there. So, no, they had what? a liquor hose. Uh, but yeah. the, the thing is, is that they used Hendrix gin in the martini, which is my favorite type of gin, right? I do like Hendrix. I have a bottle but right now. It was the most disgusting mixed drink or cocktail I've ever had in my entire life. And I, I don't think I I don't think I finished mine. It was that bad. It Grant, was bad. what... Um, that martini that you had at the house was was it gin or was it vodka? Ooh, I'm pretty sure it was vodka. 
and I think that's what I also prefer. Um, because I like them dirty, the the strongest flavor I want in my martini is olive juice, uh, olive which juice, yeah. some people hate. I like it, so I'm totally cool with that. And I think that sometimes the gin gets in the way of that, but some people like the gin more, and it's supposed to get in the way, so to say. Yeah. No, I can get behind that. Um, olive's a good flavor. That's why it's in so many like dishes in the Middle East and stuff. So I get that. Um, all right, <clears throat> gonna move on to the bottom part of the bracket as i drop my pen and it sounds like i'm falling off a cliff uh our two seed uh oh, we skipped one did we did skip one i apologize yep. thanks through five and twelve thanks drew um yes i know one of your one of your baby boys is here drew uh the five seed that we have is the manhattan uh named after the second best borough in new york we'll go there second best borough in new york uh, shout out to uh, Staten Island. Uh, no, <laughs> Go Pizza Rats. <laughs> ne- never Staten Island. Uh, pizza Rats? Pizza Rats. Uh, so and Manhattan is made with two parts bourbon, one part sweet vermouth, uh, some bitters, and usually a cherry inside it as well. Or uh, an orange peel. Or an orange peel if you want to get a little fancy, a little zest and stuff. That's cool. Uh and our 12 seed, I put the insert alcohol here and Coke. So like a Jack and Coke, a rum and Coke. I know someone who in college drank vodka Cokes. I don't know why, but they did. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Out them. Out them right them. now. Expose. Oh, wait. Shit. I think, um, I think a certain person that I spent a certain amount of time with in a certain year of undergrad, her – thing was coke and uh vanilla uh vodka whatever uh, that vodka brand that makes all the different flavors that was her which she told like you that she meant, meant coca-cola right yeah okay just check oh, man right. know, Grant. there's no way she listens to this and i still feel bad but that's okay yeah yeah that was her go-to beverage for day functions so uh so i get that uh because my go-to beverage for date functions was for a long time, which is a hangover central, which thank God I didn't get them back then, was the Captain Morgan Silver Spiced Rum, which is mm-hmm. fantastic with root beer. Ooh. And it was incredible. It Do you tastes, wanna... it tastes no, amazing. Go it tastes Mine... like vanilla Coke. It was perfect. Mine for like a solid two years was uh, Malibu and Cherry Coke. That's not bad. Which... Which looking one delicious and two looking back on it could definitely the amount that I was putting in there because I was a child who didn't know anything of restraint uh, was better than what I would pour the same thing with like Jim Bean or something because uh, Malibu is only like twenty percent ABV. Um, so like yeah, but like when you go to a bar, like usually when you're ordering a mixed drink, it's usually like a whiskey Coke, right? It's not like your yeah, whiskey ginger ale, whatever. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm more of a whiskey ginger guy, but the whiskey coke, the the whiskey and rum and coke as you have it here, I think is the classic. Right. So I mean, I'm gonna let let you go on record with your fancy, sophisticated bourbon takes and go handle this Manhattan versus uh, trash college bar debate. 
because I think you might be on a losing battle here, Drew. <laughs> I, I might be. Um, I, I do pick the Manhattan. Everything that uh, Drew Baker 15 minutes ago, or not even, said about uh, why the martini is overrated, uh, take that and throw that out the window because I think it works fine for the Manhattan. I just think the Manhattan is, like, sleek as hell. It's, like, one of the, like, it's, like... I don't know. It's kind of like the Rolls Royce of cocktails, I think, in that it's really pretty to look at, uh, like sleek, dark, um, nice uh, interior, but is one that I have not had a, a whole ton of. I'm definitely more of an old fashioned guy when given the option. Um, but I, I just think the Mantat, the Hatton is a classy beverage and, and I'll move it on knowing full well. It's probably <laughs> I'm probably going to be the only one who votes for it in this round. Uh, it really feels, kind of shocker. It feels like the Manhattan and the Martini are kind of on the same page, where it feels like you need to be like dressed up to drink them. Oh, absolutely. I I would never order. There are other cocktails on here, including an old fashioned that I would order in like like I have ordered an old fashioned in Salty Dog before when it was like super slow. Oh, you can at like, like an airport, right? Yeah, right. you can get like an old fashioned even at a dive bar if it's like six p.m. on a weekday and they're not that busy. I think. A Manhattan is one that I don't really order all that much. One, because it's served in a martini glass, or at least that's how it's supposed to be served. And a lot of um, like dive bars don't really just stock those. Um, but I just think otherwise, like there are just other cocktails on the menu I prefer. Um, all that to say, Jack and Coke is like my go-to of go-tos for, for Wells. Uh, Jack and Coke and uh, Ginger, uh, or Jack and Ginger. Yeah. Evan, you want to go ahead and break Drew's heart? Yeah. Uh, so the Manhattan is a fantastic drink. Uh, it's my dad's favorite drink. Uh, so it was like one of the first things that I ever tasted alcohol-wise. Uh, but Jack and Coke takes the cakes here. Uh, it's almost unbeatable. Just a perfect combination of two incredible creations uh, and it ha- it really has a place in my heart because when I was in Australia, they would sell like pre-made cans of Jack and Coke in like their gas stations and stuff like that. And so we we would uh, we would stop in to the one that was like right next to our hotel, and we would get one of the cans and we would drink it as we walked to the bar. And it's just, it has a real fondness in my heart now. Every time I think of Jack and Coke, I think of that. That's beautiful. Uh, so it, it moves on for me. Corey, I saw your surprise face on that, but you can also, yeah, you can buy like Jack and Coke cocktail or like canned Jack and Coke and like canned gin and tonics in like literally every other country but America. Well, yeah. <laughs> I want to go to this. Yeah, but you can buy four locos. I mean,. Uh, I'd I left, rather just I left them a, off the bracket, unfortunately. I'd but, rather uh, pick up a couple of cans of pre-made Jack and Coke than ever have another Four Loco in my life. <laughs> and uh, a little bonus, they had like the double Jack and Coke, so it was like instead of like four percent, it was like eight percent. Ooh. And so we we snagged those a couple times. That's have beautiful. y'all ever had a brandy and Coke? I don't think no. I've ever had brandy in general. So no, I haven't. It, and um. When I was doing my study abroad, brandy is just much more popular in South Africa than whiskey is because South Africa is like a new age, uh, like 
liquor country and that they've only been like producing their own for the last like basically a little since apartheid ended um but so brandy is just much more popular in the region so you'll just see like brandy is what will appear like earlier on a menu Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah i got uh, i got sick of being a juice foil last week it was fun while it lasted but I'd rather not be the heel for two episodes in a row, and I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna go with the Manhattan on this one. Oh wow! And I was not expecting that. Yeah, this boils back down to my probably biggest rule when drinking is to avoid sugar like the plague or like the coronavirus. Haha, <laughs> topical. And Coca Cola has way too much sugar in it. Um, when my older brother went to college. He was always super healthy, super fit, but he just took it upon himself to stop drinking soda as a whole. And I decided to give it a try. And now whenever I have, like, if I have, like, a sip of Coca-Cola, like, I'm like, like, I, it's stuck on my tongue. It's so sugary. And if I have a whole can, God forbid, I feel like I'm done for the day. I can't accomplish anything else. So when I'm out at a bar, if I want something similar Evan's making faces at me but if i want something similar to like a jack and coke my go-to would be ginger ale jack and ginger ale jameson and ginger ale uh since we're talking dad's favorite drinks my dad always gets jameson and ginger ale when he's out and about um so with that in mind the coca-cola just ruins it for me and i'm gonna go with the manhattan because frankly less sugar less problems the next day you uh you know ginger ale is a soda right I just don't think about it. It's clear. That's a also, fair point. Um, after 2016 ended, my resolution was to not drink soda unless it has alcohol in it. And I have broken that resolution a couple times just to have a single Coke. And every time I have it, it tastes incredible. Uh, so I don't know what's what's the problem with you, Grant, but uh, your taste buds are off. So I'm kind of – I'm in that same boat, Evan. I still don't drink soda unless it's with alcohol with the exception of an occasional Dr. Pepper, which is my heroin. So I try really hard not to. But Well, that's because you're a bona fide Fansville resident. Oh, uh, I – so I, I, I don't think any of us can blame you for that. Dr. Pepper, hit me up. We will let you be the, the sponsor of this pod. You just give me a bunch of Dr. Pepper. I, I love you so much. Uh, they have a much better and much more marketable podcast to go to if they ever decide to do that. <laughs> I don't want to act all I don't want to act all high and mighty, by the way. I'm definitely like the least healthy person here, so it's not like I'm on a health crusade. But uh, on that note from Corey about the Dr. Pepper, if I get to splurge, if I for some reason get like roped into buying a combo meal that comes with a drink cheer wine which i don't think i can get anymore up here so dr pepper is probably the next best thing dr pepper is amazing um anyway no no more free dr pepper clout i guess but i'll do it anyway um so moving on to the bottom half of the bracket r2 seed uh which would be my personal one seed but it's a two seed is the old-fashioned uh made with uh bourbon so two parts bourbon uh a sugar cube with some bitters it says three dashes you can do as much as you want if you like it more bittery you can do that uh you know muddle all that down put some sugar uh maybe an orange twist or a lemon twist a little bit of water if you want to maybe some simple syrup it's up to you uh 
you know, just do it how you want it. Uh, and then our 15th seed, I kind of broke my rule a little bit here, uh, is the Mimosa slash the Bellini. Um, the Mimosa, is a, it's a great brunch drink. Don't get me wrong. Uh, it is, what, champagne and orange juice. A Bellini is Prosecco, right? With yeah. peach juice or whatever yeah, the hell peach. you want to do. Yeah. I think is it peach, peach for a bellini? Uh, I think a, so. a peach yeah. bellini is peach, right? So maybe you have different types of bellinis. I've seen, I mean, I've seen pineapple bellinis. I think the difference is the prosecco, right? Grapefruit, yeah. I right. I think that's oh, the yeah. main thing. Which, hey, it's a it's a good Sunday morning drink. It's a good hangover cure. I don't know where Grant went, but he's uh he's somewhere. He's, he's <laughs> making something in his apartment. I can see him. There you go. Uh, cook, he's cooking up something. There you go, Evan. Yeah, you want to uh you want to start this one, man? Yeah, I think. I I'm gonna lose here, uh, based on what we we've discussed already. But my vote is for the mimosa, the absolute goat of brunch, and brunch has seen a resurgence in millennials. So the mimosa has seen a resurgence. Uh, tastes so good. You can fill it up 99% of the way with champagne and 1% orange juice, or you could do 50-50. 2575 I don't care it tastes great regardless uh just really really nice for a hangover sunday morning gives you that little kick to kind of get you going um I, I can't even think of a bad thing about them they they're just that great and i'm hoping for the upset here but i don't think it's going to happen the uh your downside is that they go down so easy you get more drunk than you think you are yeah, man you forget <laughs> how drunk you are um, I'll let I'll let Drew pitch his uh his other side to Grant and see if Grant wants to split the tire. Yeah, I mean I know he won't because I'm pretty sure he just made one of these two cocktails. Um, but I I am the I am an old fashioned fiend. Um, I am not the biggest brunch person in general, and even if I am or even the times I do go to brunch, I'm generally not a wine person. Um. I will enjoy a mimosa, but I do not put like bottomless mimosas are not as appealing to me as they seem to be to all my coworkers. Uh, meanwhile, I love me an old fashioned. I think for me, one of the cooler things about old fashions is that everyone there's like the uh, tangible, like everyone agrees upon ingredients that go into every single old fashioned, but then everyone kind of has their own spin on it. So like for me personally, I love using like brown sugar in mine uh, and uh, orange and cherry as, or sometimes just orange as the, the fruit garnish. So everyone can put their own little, little spin on it, change things around. I know some people like maple syrup in theirs. Uh, some people like to use like really castrate bourbon but i think the old-fashioned is just the the beautiful beverage um it, it tastes like summer and i i love it it's it's my sweet beautiful baby cocktail so drew if i could just quickly get your top three bourbons that you like to put in an old-fashioned oh to put man. You on the spot yeah um so I'm not like super fancy because my job is not uh, super well paid. Um, I think my 
my number one like bang for the buck bourbon in general is actual wild turkey 101 just because i don't think there's a better bourbon for that price point for that strength um 101 bourbon that actually has some decent flavor for like 27 dollars a handle is dangerous dangerous and (laughs) chef's kiss um i think my go-to mid-shelf is usually bullet um so I'd probably put bullet bullet rye specifically would be my number two. Number three, I've been really digging on Weller lately. They're bottled by the same people who do, um, I believe Weller is a Buffalo Trace product. I might have that wrong. Um, pretty sure it is. They're, they're really solid, uh, really good bourbon also for the price point. I'm not as big on makers as like other people are. I think people, a lot of people have makers in like their top three. Ah, look at our boy Evan's got a, the, the Weller bottle. Um, the boosters hooked it up for me. Mine's in the other room, but, um, yeah. So I, I think wild Turkey bullet, and then I'll say, I'll actually go Knob Creek Rye. Knob Creek's one that I like treat myself to sometimes. I'm definitely That's more my of a go-to. Rye. Yeah, I'm definitely more of a rye person than um, like rye is my top, then bourbon number two, and then just general whiskey number three. Um, but yeah, that's that's my ranking. Nice. All right, Grant, break the tie. Cool. Um, before I do that, I want to build suspense and talk about bourbon some more because I've actually got myself here a handle of Heaven Hill bourbon. Which uh, you might have noticed if you're one of the other three people in this Skype chat that the handle is plastic. Not a visual. <laughs> so, so it is. It is a well liquor, but I, I want to hear y'all's thoughts on this. Uh, to me, the middle ground is pretty much useless. So stuff like I know it's not like bourbon, but stuff like if I was gonna go Maker's Mark, if I was gonna go Kraken for rum, like. Nothing nothing in the middle does it for me. So I like if I'm going to be drinking like a bunch of mixed drinks or like in mass, like I want a cheap well liquor. And if I'm going to be sipping on something nice, I want it to be like top shelf. I don't – the middle just doesn't do it for me personally. Drew's shaking his head. I think there's a difference between saying like, oh, you know, Kraken – is like you know not worthless, but then like going – turning around and drinking Sailor Jerry's. Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't think like, Sailor Jerry's as wells, but okay. Or yeah. like, okay, for the same thing for for whiskey, right? So you have Kentucky Gentleman, which is a well whiskey, right? Oh, or yeah. like, which is garbage, right? But you can definitely say that, like, I don't know, like a Jack Daniels is better than that. Like maybe Evan Williams isn't, but like, sorry, Evan Williams, but like. You know, I'd rather have like a Jack, but like if you're saying like you go up to a little bit more like a Buffalo Trace or something, maybe I won't recognize that difference. Yeah, I was going to say for me, I think it's the point that like as you go up in tier, like the things start to become more distinguishable from each other, not necessarily what's below or above them, because like Evan Williams and Kentucky Gentleman to me are just both like. They're not polish remover? Yeah, basically. I mean, I've definitely had worse. My buddy bought like a $7 for a handle whiskey somewhere that was just some of the most undrinkable like ethanol ga- gas byproduct I have ever had in my life. Um, 
but I so though and they're like they're nigh undistinguishable for or each other and they just they don't taste good. Whereas I think I wouldn't necessarily consider like Jack Daniels mid shelf. I think it's like lower mid if anything. But like Jack Daniels and Wild Turkey, which I would also consider lower mid, taste distinctly different from each other. And I can tell that Jack Daniels is more charcoaly, whereas Wild Turkey is it got a bit more of a kick to it um makers is a bit like sweeter overall so all those drinks in those tier i think kind of start to develop their own character and then when you go further up in tier and you drink blends which just is the so smooth and like goes down like silk um as well as like russell's or um bookers or some of these other like 60 dollars for a bottle they just like develop further notes between each other and it's kind of it's like a it's like an exponential thing i think rather than like a linear thing that's fair evan do you have similar thoughts uh i i'm impartial to evan williams because uh when i lived with matt and ryan we would call for the e-will and someone would (laughs) yell out e-will and we would just drink (laughs) we'd start drinking evan williams uh and it was also uh the first alcohol that my sister bought me was Evan Williams when I was a mere sophomore in college. Uh, no snitching. See, no snitching. She bought, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I I mean, I have a bunch of, like, really nice whiskey yeah. that, uh, or bourbon that... Uh, that you inherited? The boosters. <laughs> yeah, the boosters left. I guess they didn't want to pick it back up. But I really, I'm not an expert like Drew is, so it's all kind of moot to me. I know Grant and I have splurged sometimes. We, uh, I remember distinctly we bought like a $70 bottle of like Calame Farm or whatever the hell it was called, and it did not taste great. So We did Calame <laughs> Farm one year, and we did Bullet another yeah. year. I think Calame is more expensive. But yeah, bourbon's a little weird too. I like this Heaven Hill stuff because I got it when I was in Kentucky, and I asked the guy at the liquor store, and like I, I trust that he was honest with me. I was like, I want something that you can only get in Kentucky and make it authentic. And and what we did was you got a bottle of cheap stuff and a bottle of like expensive stuff because it was for a gift for my brother. So the idea was that you could have uh, – you could say, oh, this is authentic like Kentucky bourbon, but you don't have to feel bad about mixing in some ginger ale or something with it too. So I've, I feel like I've derailed this enough to get back to the debate at hand which is old-fashioned mimosa neither of which involves mm-hmm. bourbon um and i hate to do this but i'm gonna move the mimosa forward because yeah. to me it's just if i the way i look at it is like hey i have to live the rest of my life and i can only drink one of these it's gonna be a mimosa that's I don't make faces at me. That's how are you I, freaking I'm kidding me? <laughs> I'm actually on Drew's side right now. That is the worst take I've I ever it. heard when it comes oh to God, drinking. I love it. Oh, I'd rather have a mimosa for the rest of my life. Oh man, that's fine. Drew God. Drew hates brunch. So let the record show. <laughs> I literally said that while you were pouring your damn drink in the background because you come in and you leave this garbage take on my desk. Oh, <laughs> this is unprecedented. God, this is uh that's the nice. idea will No, he did this through. last week too. He picks the wrong pick and then he's just like, "Oh, this is my genuine opinion." Subjective. This is like <laughs> Lehigh over Duke levels of insanity um, right now. I May think I less interject? of you of a person now. I hope you understand that. 
I have a I have a good anecdote about the mimosa. It might help sway you, Drew. Uh, when I went to Nashville in the fall of 2018, they were serving up manmosas, and so it was a whole bottle of champagne, and I got two of them. So how about that? <laughs> I can't stress enough how bad of a take this is that old Fauchins are getting bounced in the first round because Grant has convinced himself it's a that boomer if he had drink. one of these drinks for the rest of his life, he would it's, take champagne with orange juice. It's boomer old school versus millennial new school. Oh, so either hop on or hop off. I'm Let's, never going to be on this pod again. UNBC <laughs> boobs on. Next week we're doing yeah. the Gen Z bracket they just drink bleach jesus christ (laughs) all right all right moving on to the seven the seven ten before drew gets mad uh (laughs) more more mad the uh the seven seed very simple is the daiquiri one of the easiest cocktails to make it is just one one part lime juice two parts rum light rum not dark rum uh very very simple stuff uh to one of the more complicated cocktails in the world the ten seed the Bloody Mary, speaking of brunch drinks, which is two parts vodka, four parts tomato juice, some lemon juice, some Worcestershire sauce, some Tabasco, a little bit of horseradish if you're into that, salt and pepper, and some bitters or celery salt. If you're living in Wisconsin like I am, it's garnished with every goddamn thing under the sun and side of beer, but that's fine, uh, usually with celery in it or maybe some pickled vegetables if you're into that. Um, I know Bloody Marys are very polarizing. You either love them or you hate them. Um, I'm a, I'm a pro Bloody Mary guy, and I'll I'll say that right now. I think they're awesome. Um, a little spicy ketchup vodka, I guess. But uh, I like them. Grant, how are your opinions here? Oh, Bloody Mary takes this one easily for me. Um, one, it's gonna be fun next round when we do a battle of the brunches, but. Two, like again, you know Drew's me. Still bad. <laughs> I avoid the sugar. Daiquiris to me are pure sugar, and Bloody Marys are like they itch that scratch, similar to getting a jalapeno margarita, where it's like this doesn't really belong in a drink, but damn, it tastes good. And you know, I wanted to get this out there first before Drew shared his opinion, so he's not just assuming I'm going against him for fun. Uh, I genuinely love Bloody Marys. Corey can attest to it when we go out in Milwaukee. Good brunch drink. They make them so good here in Wisconsin. They really do. You got the cheese curds, the bacon, the side of the beer. Oh, it's very nice. Wisconsin does one thing well. It's drinking. And they do good. They do a good job with uh, Bloody Marys. And cheese. The cheese is very good. Uh, Drew a rebuttal. No, because so I, I like to consider myself a professional. So even as someone who lands on like hating Bloody Marys, I'm going to move them on because they are the superior cocktail. Um, because, again, I'm a pro and not an utter garbage person with trash opinions. Uh, so uh, Bloody Marys are moving on to the next round. They are by far the more popular, the more utility cocktail. I think, again, there's something that everyone has their own way of doing the Bloody Mary. The, cust- the build-your-own component of it is super fun. So even though I personally don't like them, I am moving them on to the next round because, yes, they are the superior cocktail in this in this uh matchup do you prefer it with or without the bacon cheeseburger slider on top 
Uh, you know, I guess I would take the cheeseburger slider so I can have something that I enjoy putting into my body. Um, but so, so you don't like Bloody Marys? I don't like Bloody Marys. Like, so why out, you, I don't. So enjoy then why them. would you? This doesn't to make, make sense to me. Because I have to make me look if, like am I the only one who does this bracket based on like what's just supposed to be the superior like cocktail? You you fill out the bracket how you want to. People when they fill out their NCAA March Madness bracket, they fill out I whatever don't like reason they Duke, want to. But I have them playing in the Final Four every year. That's <laughs> well, that's just your opinion. That that's the way you fill it out. Some people fill it out based on which mascot could beat the other one in a fight to the death. It's just however you want to fill your bracket yeah, out. No, I'm trying to take it seriously. So right. for me, and, yes. And the Mary, other people aren't. So that's just the, up to you. In the seven ten oh. matchup between Jackery and Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary does uh, beat. Uh, the daiquiri. I just the daiquiri is a beverage that I've had a little bit, but uh, no. I even as again, even as someone who doesn't like Bloody Marys, they're the superior cocktail. God, Ladies so and gentlemen, bad. you hear that sound? You know what it's time for? Wham! <laughs> Eat it, Drew. Drew, you're so angry. Evan, you want to go in and defend uh, the daiquiri here? I hate everything about the Bloody Mary. I think it is an absolute trash drink. I think there's nothing good about it. It is just a mix. I think someone went into their pantry and saw, oh yeah, I have canned tomatoes, I have Worcestershire sauce, I have bacon, and I have vodka. I'm just going to throw it together. It is so bad. It People say it's a hangover cure, but if I drink it after a night of drinking, it makes me puke. So it, it yeah, does it, kind of help. I'll, I'll say it. It helps. Uh, I would never willingly drink one of these ever again. Um, the daiquiri is far superior. Just because a lot of people uh, drink Bloody Marys doesn't make it better. Drew. Uh, the daiquiri, frozen or regular, similar to a margarita. Uh, what else about the daiquiri? I don't know. It just tastes good. It's it's a similar summer drink to yeah there's literally nothing wrong with that and then throw a little sugar in there sweeten it up perfect pretty nice it's a good drink um and yeah and it's similar to the margarita where you can kind of flavor it up a little bit throw in a couple fruits or something i don't know if it's frozen throw in some frozen fruit you're straight uh so my pick was the daiquiri i guess the bloody mary's moving on um, so I'll have to roast the Bloody Mary some more, I guess. I feel like the daiquiri is the only one on this list that I prefer. It's like virgin, like equivalent. Cause I think if I'm having, cause like a virgin daiquiri is basically a smoothie and smoothies are dope, but the, no, it doesn't um, have to be frozen, right? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've only ever had a frozen daiquiri. Like, I don't think I've had a non, a, maybe one, that's, maybe that's just a Florida frozen. thing. better. Yeah, I mean, they're all frozen in Florida. I feel like I've never seen it on a menu for like a daiquiri on the rocks in Florida. But, and you maybe similar to like rubbing Coke on the menu. So, yeah. I, I mean, don't know. that's fine. So, Drew, I'm giving you one last chance to change your answer. But if you're not going to, that's no, okay. it's bloody. I, I literally I agree with everything <laughs> Evan said. I think it, of all the drinks in the first round, Bloody Mary is probably at the bottom of my list. Like, I genuinely don't like them. They are tomato soups with like vodka in it and people drink them for breakfast and i do not understand it but okay. i recognize it as just 
it, it's cult following in that it yeah I, it it's like me again I think the perfect analogy was that I pick Duke every year to advance to the elite eight and I hate Duke like a passion. Bloody Mary is my Duke. Calm down, love, son. It's just a drink. How, I'm still so mad. Like I can't I can't contain my rage. <laughs> Only Drew could win and still be upset. I just want to point out, like, that's also kind of my rationale with the mimosa. Like, like I said, if it was a forever type thing, like only one can survive, like the mimosa, it's a crowd pleaser. And all of a sudden, Drew's getting all high and mighty. He's so mad. He can't, he's surrender cobraing right now, uh, for those of you that can't see. All right. Before Drew blows a gasket, before Let's Drew blows a on. gasket, we're moving on. All right. The three seed is the Moscow Mule. That's kind of it's kind of gained popularity over the past five years. Um, I know personally yeah. I'm not a fan. It's got vodka in it, so it's two ounces of vodka, three ounces of ginger beer, and some lime juice in a really fancy bronze mug. For some reason, I don't know why, but it is. Um, copper going mug. copper, whatever bronze, copper, the same thing. Um, I don't do metals. Uh, going up against the 14 seed, the Long Island Ice Tea, aka. Let's throw the entire well into one glass and see what happens. I got th- uh, three quarter ounces of each of the following vodka, white rum, Blanco tequila or tequila Blanco for keeping it, you know, correct. Gin, triple sec, simple syrup, lemon juice, and a splash of Coke to top it off. It is the most dangerous of dangerous drinks. Um, Evan, do you want to? Uh, yeah. Do a classy drink versus a trashy drink. I'll oh. get into this. Um, Long Island iced teas, uh, pros, you will get very drunk. Ideally, it's not as expensive to get as drunk. Uh, you can kind of hit your favorite liquor if you want with the Long Island iced tea. Uh, and then I, I do have some, uh, some personal... Uh, things with Long Island iced teas. My friends would always go out on Friday uh, for $3 at this bar in Gainesville. Um, so I do like them, but for me, the Moscow Mule takes it. I think the rise in popularity for the Moscow Mule has been absolutely crazy. I still don't understand why it's supposed to be served in a copper mug. I don't know where that came from. But usually if I make one, I won't put it in a copper mug. Uh, And I'm kind of going, I'm not going so much on the Moscow mule, but I'm just going on the mule itself. I think it's very versatile. You can throw in pretty much any liquor with the the lime juice. Big time for a voice crack right there. The lime juice and the ginger beer. And it, it works no matter what. Uh, I, I am a big fan of the vodka version. That's probably my favorite version. Uh, so I think the Moscow Mule takes it for me. Yeah, Drew like Baker, Drew, Evan. No, yeah, no, no, Drew no, Baker. No, no. I want Drew to have the last word on this, so he can stab me in the back just like he stabbed everyone else. <laughs> there you Actually, go. Actually, it's just it's just me. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> you're it's because you want to drink this out of a trash can. Go ahead, Grant. It's fine, but I I just want to say I I love the fact that this game has no rules. Drew has one reason for moving things on. I have another. Sometimes my reason is just <laughs> my reason is just to upset Drew, and it's it's a good enough reason. Um, 
But for me, this is going to be a Moscow Mule. Um, it's again, shout out to the fam. It's my mom's favorite drink. Like we legit bought copper mugs just for making them, and it's just so good. Like I love ginger beer. Very refreshing. Uh, Corey and I had this conversation earlier, but I think vodka is a very neutral uh, spirit compared to some of the other liquors out there. Um, so it doesn't really overpower anything. And then, bam, splash of lime juice off to the races. Plus, you can go crazy with the variations, like Evan was saying. The the first, like, nice one I've ordered in a restaurant was actually cucumber-flavored, which was fantastic. So Moscow Mule takes this one from me. Uh, I, I'm going Long Island here. I think it's just the one. And I, I don't feel particularly strongly about either of these. I definitely prefer a Kentucky Mule to a Moscow Mule, but all the same. I think the Long Island's just, like, the Long Island's probably got like a bit more like, I guess, millennial culture to it as just that F, F my shit up fam uh, beverage on this list. And I know it's one that I don't allow myself to have too often because the results can be das- disastrous. But I think that's a it's just a fun beverage. There's a lot of stuff that goes into it and then just a splash of Coke on top. So, you know, well, unfortunately, Drew, uh <laughs> Not gonna work for you. We're moving the boss. I mean, this one's not gonna hurt me. That's the that's it feels the like, thing. It feels like they all hurt you when you're. No, there's only one that's gonna hurt me, and or the only one that has hurt me, and will just make the rest of this like time spent together just one of absolute misery. Um, but yeah, you know, this one's fine. Do you want to be miserable I... on a podcast, or do you want to be miserable with Curtis Granderson? Take your pick. I don't know. Today it just sucked. <laughs> I would like to. Uh, just say one thing. There's a variation of the Moscow Mule that if you use absinthe and cinnamon schnapps, it is called a dead man's mule. Um, so I think that might be... We, we might have to test that out uh, in the near future. Grant, what was that? Uh, that's badass. And yeah, on a similar note, the... Uh, the I, I don't know what to call it, but the... Similar to a Long Island iced tea, but isn't a Long Island iced tea, is called the Adios Motherfucker. And <laughs> there's no cooler name for a drink. Uh, you have to order like an Adios Motherfucker. If you say, Can I get an Adios MF or an AFM? Like, you don't deserve to drink it. If you're, if you're too scared to say the word motherfucker, you're probably too young to drink. So just don't order it. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> we have to order it like that. Um, Drew's gone, but uh, no, he's back. Okay. <laughs> so, I thought I offended him that badly. That's <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, moving on Next to our up. last matchup of the first round. A fan favorite in this chat, the sixth seed, the Dark and Stormy. The Dark and Stormy is one and a half ounces of Gosling's Black Seal Rum and only Gosling's Black Seal Rum. No other rum will be okay. And mixed with ginger beer. And that is it. And it's fantastic. And I will have nobody slander it. Uh, going up against the 11 seed, the whiskey sour, which is usually just made with whiskey and sour mix. But sour mix consists of three quarter ounces, lemon juice, half ounce, simple syrup. I've read somewhere that they put egg whites in this as well, which is a little weird to me. But sure. Uh, Grant Pitt. Oh, thoughts i mean this group as a whole like i said i've got different reasons i have no criteria for 
for which one wins or loses. But in this round, the criteria is purely nostalgic. So I have to go with Dark and Stormy. It has a special place in my heart, especially with you guys. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be Dark and Stormy across the board. So I'm just going to hand it over to uh, Evan to give us the uh, his passion appeal because I'm just going to co-sign everything he says. Uh, yeah, Dark and Stormy, no, no doubt. Uh, we had a fantastic night, the DMPN network of guys <laughs> drinking dark and stormies when we we reunited um did we i don't extremely, really remember much of that night yeah extremely sentimental uh to myself and i think all of our friends um and the whiskey sour very solid drink i've never had a proper one i've only ever done like evan williams and then like <laughs> <laughs> probably like two week old sour mix that should have oh. been in the refrigerator but wasn't oh, no. um and you know it got the job done but uh as i mentioned earlier i thought this was this should have been a bubble drink uh and i found out it was on the <laughs> uh on the bracket so uh pretty irrelevant to me uh, dark and stormy <laughs> brings it john is john. here Get out! <laughs> John. John just joined in in the John. chat. First, long, thoughts, my first thoughts on a dark and stormy. What are um, you feeling? I'm saying the darker, the better, the stormier, the better. There you go. So I guess, uh, I guess we have a potential... Uh, do you have this bracket pulled up at all, John? Or should we just... There's no way he does. That's okay. Let's just that, roll with it. That's I, don't even, with it. I don't even have my pants pulled on, bro. Like, oh, that's fine. <laughs> This is perfect. Now we have four people, and I could be a tiebreaker fifth if necessary. This is perfect. Good. I'm okay with that. The way uh, God intended. This actually works out very well because we're going into the second round. It's perfect. And now so, John can give his original thoughts on things. So we can recap. Let's recap. Someone else can help me gang up on Drew. <laughs> oh, that's Drew's so mm. mad. I owe Drew because he agreed with me on every point last episode. Oh, Drew got so mad. You missed out. Uh, so. The, to recap the first round, our winners, uh, the Margarita over the Vodka Soda, the Mojito over the Negroni, the Gin and Tonic over the Martini, the Manhattan over the Jack and Coke. <laughs> Drew, hold on to your trigger warning here. <laughs> the Mimosa <laughs> over the Old Fashioned. <laughs> the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's UMBC levels right there. The Bloody Mary over the Daiquiri. The Moscow Mule over the Long Island Iced Tea, and the Dark and Stormy over the Whiskey Sour. So, I, I agree with most of that, for sure. Most of that, I would say. It's, it's just kind of dumb that we have to do the rest of this bracket knowing that it's like invalid in the court of public opinion. I, I don't want... I feel like we probably already had this argument, right? And there's no point in rehashing it? Probably. Yeah. No, let's... <laughs> yeah. No, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. No, Drew got let's really, really bad. Uh, I did yeah. find my bubble list, by the way, uh, so I can go ahead and say what I have on the bubble. I'm going to make an old-fashioned to calm me down while you do that. I'll be back in two minutes because it takes that long to make because it's the perfect cocktail. Yeah, okay. Can you get me a mimosa while you're up? <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, so the bubble teams that I have had, I mentioned the Sazerac, and I did mention oh, fuck is that? It's, uh, absinthe drinking from New Orleans. Mm. Uh I, and then the mint julep I also had mentioned, but other teams on the bubble or drinks on the bubble include the tequila sunrise, uh, screwdriver, uh, cosmopolitan, 
and the Gimlet. Uh, Yo, I, so, I thought of another one. Yeah. The Irish coffee. Oh, yes. I was thinking about that mm-hmm. one as well. Uh, that, one, one, but that was pretty good. I think good it gets one. overshadowed. Yeah, definitely. Big, big. I know, Grant, you're a big Irish coffee guy. Um, so I, I'm sorry that didn't make it for you, buddy, but we'll be okay. I like it. It seems like you guys got enough drinks that kind of cover the spectrum of types of drink. That's kind of what I was going right. for. And I think if you added a screwdriver in there, it's like we already have the orange juice. We have the vodka. Right. We don't need that. Also, the Kilo Sunrise is better than the screwdriver anyway, uh, in my opinion. All right, moving on to our Elite Eight, our one seed, the Margarita, versus our eight seed, the Mojito. Uh, Evan, you didn't really get to talk about this much last round, so I'll throw it to you first. Yeah, I held my thoughts on the Marg. Uh, a Marg's a near near perfect drink for me. You can get it frozen or on the rocks. Uh, it just it tastes so great. It's just something about them. You, there's always a deal going on with margaritas. It's like a five dollar margarita, or maybe it's a buy one get one. It always seems like the margarita. It's it's the most popular, so it always has to have a deal. Um. The mojito is similar to the marg, but obviously different with the mint. Uh, for me, I I think it's just the margarita is my pick. I don't know. These these are two very similar drinks. Uh, both like when you think of them, you think of summer drinks. You think of being on the beach, being on a boat, something like that. Uh, but the margarita for me, I think it takes it. Very nice. Uh, Grant, I know you extensively talked about this last time. So, John, I'll throw it to you if you have any opinions. Margarita versus mojito? Of yeah. course I got opinions, bro. Um, sure. I mean, I like both, but uh, mojito's a little underrated. Uh, um, I don't think there's any situation where you would have a mojito or a margarita that you couldn't easily just replace it with a mojito. If you're not into, like, sour stuff as much as, like, most people are, I'm not. I prefer a mojito. Much more refreshing. Uh, and... Also, you know, Puerto Rican heritage, got to put it behind the mojito. Um, but, you know, shout out to Mexican folk as well uh, for their contribution to the liquor game. Very nice. Uh, Drew, any yeah. thoughts? Which one are we deciding? Oh, uh, yeah, you only took forever to make your drink that didn't even make it past the first round. That took exactly uh, <laughs> two minutes. There you go. Uh, it's the uh, margarita mojito debacle. No, it's margarita. Um okay. I mean, I love mojitos. Again, I actually probably prefer mojitos over margaritas personally, but again, margaritas just a stronger team. So Drew, really, that's a dumb argument about the greater good. Drew, yeah. I care about the people about? baker. Uh, Grant, I'm assuming you're just moving margarita on. Yeah, of course. All right, that's good enough. I do uh, want a quick shout out to Thad Castle. His favorite drink is the mojito. Yep, the mojito. It, it rhymes with best bros mojitos so i think that's that's <laughs> worth a, a shout out that's his well. name is thad castle oh is this it's oh, from uh yeah yeah show i yeah. know it took me a sec i thought this was like a friend of yours no no it's, no <laughs> not definitely not <laughs> all yeah, right Witz really likes him too <laughs> um okay before this goes off the rails uh our next round is a first round upset the 13 seed the gin and tonic taking on the five seed uh that grant surprisingly moved on the manhattan uh grant what, do you, what are your thoughts here man um yeah so like i said earlier the gnt doesn't do it for me 
that's two points for rhyming, so my vote counts as double. Double. Um, um, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely the, Manhattan. the Manhattan. Oh, who's John, on reverb? John, reverb. God damn it, John. John. Try that again. I think we're good. All right. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Grant. Sorry. G and T is not for me. Had to get Plus that rhyme two. in there. Right. Uh, yeah, so the Manhattan definitely moves on for me. I don't really have strong opinions uh, on either, but I prefer the Manhattan. I will. I'll say, G and T is for me, so that's plus two. Uh, the gin and tonic takes it here. Uh, like I said, Manhattan, my dad's favorite drink. You know, nothing wrong with it. A, a very a good drink, very classy drink, but the gin and tonic just it just goes down so smoothly. It's so refreshing. It's kind of kind of like a vodka soda, a little more calories, but but better. It's, it, there's not a lot, yeah, and it tastes so much better. Uh, a perfect drink to drink if you're having a, a more than more than a few, I would say, or you know if you're just having a dinner, you want one or two. Pretty good drink to have too. So my vote, G and T. Uh, Evan Drew? with the bars. Drew, you want to uh, defend your whiskey boys? I literally, I have to at this point. Y'all <laughs> forced me into a position where I have to like stand more than I want. Grant being a little baby back bitch on the freaking <laughs> Skype call right now. Um, no, I mean the the Manhattan's a solid cocktail, and I think it's uh, of what's left. I would take it over the gin and tonic, just because I'm gonna take a whiskey anything over a gin anything. So yeah, Manhattan moves on for me. Noah Andrew Baker has become unhinged, wow. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> For real. Uh, John, Let's looks like you have man. a chance to. Uh, like, oh, I don't know why Drew's upset. Or it's my turn. Drew, it's my Drew, turn. Calm down. Shut up. We share here. <laughs> calm John down, son. It's just a drink. Um, both of these drinks feel like fake, classy drinks to order. Like if you're pretending you're not like a huge piece of shit degenerate, you order one of these drinks, even though you probably are one. Uh. <laughs> Ordering a Manhattan in Manhattan has been pretty fun. I've done that before. Uh, we have discussed it as the second best borough in New York City. What's the first? The Bronx? Staten uh, Island. Staten Island. Oh. Wouldn't have been my first, second, third, or fourth pick. <laughs> uh, um, Pizza Rats fans on this podcast. I yeah, put Yonkers ahead of Brooklyn. It's not a borough. Anyway. It's not a borough. <laughs> it's a song by Tyler, the Creator. <laughs> yes. Um, ah, damn, this is kind of tough. I think, I think I've generally had more fun nights when I'm having G and Ts, so I'm gonna go gin and tonic. Nice that, light refreshing. Uh, that puts us at a two-two tie. You get hurt, Corey. You get to be the first tiebreaker. Well, I think uh, I think Evan knows She's where I'm heading on this one. I I have to. You know how much I love gin. Um, and I'm not trying to upset you, Drew. This is just a personal preference. I'm uh, already upset. <laughs> I can't stress that enough that y'all can't upset me again. Drew, I can tell you, if it was old-fashioned versus GNT, I'd pick the old-fashioned. Oh, thank you, Corey. Your vote is so meaningful now. He's <laughs> <laughs> so, so mad. Oh, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to move the GNT on. It's better. Does I'm Drew so have mad. a stake in, like, old-fashioned incorporated or something? Like, why do you care so much? He just bought up all their stocks. Uh, he he had a nice monologue about how great they were, and then but, uh, they got shot down. 
Just I like him too, but address. anything at brunch is going to win. Brunch is always going to win, Drew. That's what I said. Corey, I'm putting this in my contract. I'm never going to go before Grant on a category I actually care about ever again. I'm done. I'm over it. I can't do this to myself every week. Drew, it's fine. Korea lost. The old-fashioned <laughs> loss, you'll be okay. You're drinking out of a Yeti cup. Your opinion doesn't matter. Um, I'm very proud of you, Drew. Were you yeah. in one? No. <laughs> the, the G&T pick is just Evan and I had so much fun at Loaded Slate with the G&Ts. I kind of have to uh, to give it there. And what a beautiful bar that is. Um, I acquired right. a bobblehead and then I lost the bobblehead. So You lost the bobblehead? Unfortunate. Well, no, I uh, gave it. I think I gave it away, right? Yeah, yeah. you did. You did. That was, I, that was, I mean, when I was drinking G&Ts, I got the bobblehead. And then when I stopped drinking them, the bobblehead disappeared. So. <laughs> oh, bango. All right. right. So, uh, brunch boy, uh, John Lopez. So mm. our next our next quarterfinal is between the thirteen, the fifteen seed. Sorry, the fifteen seed and objectively superior to the old fashioned, the mimosa slash Bellini, whatever you choose to uh, pick there, versus the ten seed, the Bloody Mary, the pride of Wisconsin. Um, yeah, well, I guess that that noise uh, sums that up for you. But if you'd like to, yeah. and brunch it. I mean, that's mimosa easy, bro. I don't understand the appeal of, like, drinking ketchup, like, spicy ketchup yeah. for breakfast. That just sounds gross on every level to me. Well, you've never been um, in the Midwest. Don't make, don't make drinks savory and salty and weird like that. I'm not into that. Uh, give, me a, give me a good old-fashioned mimosa. Not an old-fashioned. An old-fashioned <laughs> mimosa. Do you, do you, do you believe these, John? What, what's a Bellini exactly? Is that, like, it's, orange it's, or it's grapefruit? It's, so it's... I looked it up. It's it's yeah. prosecco and peach, like juice, pretty much peach. instead of orange juice. That sounds peach nice. concentrate, whatever. Very sure good. I've had one before. Sounds good. Oh yeah, they are flame. So Evan, I'll uh, let you... I will. I'll hop through this uh, real quick. Can you still hear me? Yep. Yep. Uh, mimosa takes this. As I said previously, it is the goat drink of brunch. Why you would ever order a Bloody Mary? It just doesn't make sense to me. Uh, mimosa is so much better. I have, I, I might have seen a bottomless Bloody Mary before. I, I, I can't say I have, but I feel like I have. But I have definitely seen bottomless mimosa pretty much every weekend I see it. I've only uh, seen a bottomless Bloody Mary when it's paired with a bottomless mimosa. Yeah, and that kind of tells you all you need to know. Um and like I said before, Bloody Marys are trash. You might as well just cook them down and make a nice pasta sauce out of them. Uh, if you're going to drink it, <laughs> to each their own, I guess. But I'll take my mimosa. Uh, Grant, defend it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people forget that like the salt is kind of a nice contrast. It's kind of like drinking, uh, I don't know, Drew's Tears. Just the right amount of salt. <laughs> <laughs> it really gets you going. So I'm going to go with the Bloody Mary on this one, if for no other uh, reason to upset can I, people. Can I ask you, what what do you normally order at brunch? Me? Oh. Uh, yeah. Usually, like, Mexican food, like chilaquiles or breakfast burrito, breakfast okay. tacos. So, if so that's you get often. salty foods at yeah. brunch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I usually know. do. I I need, that's, all, that's all I really needed to know. So, yeah. Okay. So you need more salt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My sodium levels just 
<laughs> I just I, I had to check. I, I need to make sure your reason was valid. Is it hardcore parkour? Uh, I mean, <laughs> oh. yeah. Drew, do you wanna do you wanna tie it or do you wanna just send one on? I honestly want to abstain from this vote. I mean, as someone who doesn't really brunch, I feel like that's only fair just on principle. But I mean. I think on it, like I probably make everyone miserable with my brunch order because I usually will go for like some kind of like I love myself like a, a hash skillet and then That's I delicious. will, will put my drink is always an Irish coffee. Like I don't really like mimosas. I don't I definitely don't like Bloody Marys. I love me an Irish coffee, um, which that not being an option. I don't That's know. Bu- it, it was a bubble team. It was a bubble. What it what did Grant pick? Grant picked Bloody Marys, nope. so it's yeah. mimosas then. Fine. <laughs> Fuck it. Nothing matters. Very good. Drew, That's Drew, a can, we, can I extend you? Can I extend you an olive branch by saying I also am upset that Irish coffee was not on this list? If because you we would have teamed up right on now, this. Grant. I don't want <laughs> anything to do with it. I I'm more of a coffee guy at brunch, but if it's like a brunch where you know you're staying for, you know, a, an extended period of time, you're not just there to eat and leave. If you're like actually socializing and stuff, it, mimosa is the move. But if like you're just going to, you know, kind of help your hangover, then I'll get, I'll go coffee for sure. I'm on the I, same page as Evan there. I said I don't do coffee because I don't like coffee. But if I'm going there for one drink, I'll do the Bloody Mary. But if I'm there to make a brunch out of it, I'll drink the mimosas, even I though will, I like Bloody Marys more. I will say Irish coffee is my go-to, but I've never been burned as bad on a brunch bill as I was when I ordered an. Irish coffee off menu at a uh, brunch place in Raleigh. We actually, it was me and a couple of my closest friends from grad school. We all went brunch the morning of our graduation ceremony and they didn't have an Irish coffee like on their menu, which I mean, it happens. And I was like, oh, or I asked the waitress yeah. like, oh, can I make one? And she's like, yeah, sure. Like I'll have the bartender make it. They charged me individually for the coffee, the shot of Jameson, and the shot of Bailey's. So all together, oh. it ended up being like a $15 Irish coffee. Um, and like Raleigh's expensive, but it's not that expensive. It shouldn't be New York City expensive. So Was, um, was Irish coffee in this round? No. no. Irish coffee would have been... We're, a, we're a, talking about it so much, right? Uh, it's, we're it's just another, talking about brunch. It's another Drew story. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Uh, it's far so below. It's a tragedy. <laughs> yeah, it's a tragedy. Uh, all right. Moving on, the three seed, the Moscow Mule versus the six seed, the Dark and Stormy. This is, I believe, so this these are the same drink except for the liquor is different. So I think that's interesting to me. So they're not the same drink. <laughs> well, I'm saying it's the same. <laughs> Calm down, son. The same base. <laughs> the same base. It's a ginger beer, but do you prefer they're the, the gospel? Right. It's the third form of matter. The no, second that's, form of matter. That's on me. I actually forget that ginger beer goes into a, a Moscow. So yeah, so don't be a dick, Drew, and, and explain your reasoning <laughs> behind one or the other. Y'all made me this way. <laughs> if I may. Yes. Uh, Moscow mules are a fantastic drink. Uh, my sister, I think it's her favorite drink. So I've kind of gone around my whole family. For me, my I'm favorite. So excited drink to hear this, but dark. <laughs> yeah. dark and stormy is such an incredible drink. It just flies down your goal. It it tastes so good, and it has the sentimental value for me. Dark and stormy. 
Drew Baker. Yeah, it, I had never in my life had a dark and stormy before we all went to Atlanta. Um, and that genuinely was as much as some of y'all drive me up a, a goddamn wall sometimes. Um, that was one of the, the most fun nights of my adult life. Um, coincidentally, that was also a, a night where Grant drove me insane by trying to knock over every glass that he could get his hands on to the oh, point he that did. We, and we got kicked out. We were essentially politely asked to leave by uh, security. Um, but yeah, dark, dark and stormies are that it's just a class beverage. That night was very stormy. It was, it was a dark and stormy night to be sure. Oh, any other opinions from the other two? Grant, nothing I say will 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 do anything but upset Drew. But of that course, it's true. a dark it's a dark and stormy. If for nothing else, because I got to upset Drew so much that night. Mm. John, any thoughts, John? No, I'll do dark and stormy for the boys. That was a great reunion. Uh, where for whatever, why did we end up ordering so many dark and stormies? That it was because the it cheapest was on cocktail sale. on the menu. It wasn't it was a special. special. It was a special. Yeah. It was like the, so we went to Ormsby's, which is like a nicer place over by Georgia Tech. Hey, Um, no free clout. No, I'll give it to them. They're a nice bar. We went to, Um, I'm starting to We got kicked out. We owe that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, They kicked us out. They owe us. No, you broke a glass or two or three. Destroyed like three of their glasses. (laughs) Come on. Um, I was the one taking care of him. (laughs) I did not remember that. Yeah, they. I think the Darkham Story me was like seven dollars on their uh, cocktail menu, which made it like the cheapest actual cocktail on there. Because I think you could get like a Jack and Coke or something for a little, like probably six bucks. But no, the the Darkham Storm is we kept them flowing. Doesn't matter. Jack and Coke lost. Um, it wasn't right. an argument for Jack and Coke. Doesn't matter, Drew. Final four, one shining moment. Let's go. Um, we have a miracle run by the thirteen seed on it. <laughs> Going up against the number one seed, the Margarita. Oh. Oh. Uh, so this is a this is a tough one, I think, for everybody but Grant. So, um, Grant, you want to try to convince everybody? Yeah, I mean, think of your perfect day. I'll tell you about mine. My perfect day. I wake up. I'm it's three out. p.m. <laughs> yeah. If it's your perfect day, it's not mine. <laughs> I roll out of bed and look out the window. Where am I? I'm on the beach. I step outside. What beach? What beach? <laughs> Confused, oh. alone. Don't. <laughs> Scared, wet, if you, say, if you say, if you say, wearing California last night, beach. wearing last night's dinner all over my, my chest. <laughs> Christ, Drew, calm down. Um, shoot, that's a tough one. What's my favorite beach? I like Zuma in Malibu a lot, but it's not a beach uh, with houses on it. I am uh, automatically on the other side of you now. Because wow. you should have said a Florida beach. Uh, only Lake Michigan beach is allowed. Yeah. Not a beach. <laughs> North Ave. So there I am. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Holding <laughs> <laughs> hot day in Milwaukee. <laughs> Anyways. Nothing to me is better than fish tacos and a margarita on the beach. If that doesn't do it for you then there's some other problem with you. Did you like old fashions too much? Yeah. <laughs> you have a you have a dark deep hole in your heart that all the old fashioned could never fill. 
Where did these fish tacos come from? Uh, the taqueria, of course. And the... we can't have fish tacos with gin and tonics. I mean, mm. 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 God, back <laughs> me up. Is it? Mm, but uh... you can't just pair one and not pair the other. I guess. Uh, I'm also team margarita. If I could chime in here. Uh, I like both, but uh, margarita is just a more fun drink. There's always an air of excitement whenever margaritas are happening that gin and tonic just doesn't have. Um, good daytime drink, which is great. I prefer a daytime party than a nighttime party, to be honest with you. So margarita is usually better for that. Nice summertime party. Uh, my perfect day, wake up at, I don't know, 9 a.m., read a book, uh, get some exercise in, uh, call my mom, pay her bills, and then, you know, head to the daytime party. Uh, crop top. Short shorts, flip flops, margarita in hand. Beautiful. Nice. I also uh, volunteered I, at some point during that day. There you go. I I'm pulling margarita too. I was just trying to pull some strings on Grant, see if he would bite, uh, but he didn't. So shout out there. Kind of kind of same as John. I don't know. It's a it's a pretty good drink. My perfect day is very similar to him, except for I volunteer for an extra half hour uh and yeah then i make sure i get my eight hours of sleep at night and ideally i drink the margarita early enough so i'm not hung over and don't need mimosas true my perfect day is the approximate seven hours i get uh from 8 a.m when i wake up to 3 p.m eastern in the afternoon when grant wakes up um and everything <laughs> in everything in that time window is beautiful and perfect um, no one's sending me just the worst YouTube videos ever created by humanity and saying, bro, watch this. It's the funniest shit you've ever seen. Uh, no one's telling me that mimosas, <laughs> <into> a pickle. <laughs> no one's telling me that mimosas are a better beverage than an old fashioned. Um, no one's, uh, hitting True, me up neither with, of those are in here. Move on. No one's hitting me up with a wham. Um, so I, I truly, <laughs> Every every day from the minute I wake up to the minute Grant wakes up, and then the minute I go to bed and he's still awake, but I'm not. That's the those are the periods of time that I I live for. So, so are you picking what Drew? Oh yeah, it's it's fucking <laughs> yeah, it's margarita. Drink? Like it's, yeah. yeah. I will say, you said it was a miracle run by Gin and Tonic. I feel like Gin and Tonic had the easiest path to get to the Final Four, looking at what else it had to go up against. Like once Did they go against Old Fashioned? Because Old Fashioned was pretty easy. <laughs> so once, uh, uh, once the man had... definitely had the easiest route. Definitely. Margarita no, was always that going. Seed, it yeah. deserves the easiest route. That's what the one seed. Well, yeah, but Drew's arguing about the easiest route. It's Margarita. I mean, I think Margarita versus Mojito was a stronger like quarterfinals matchup than Gin and Tonic versus Manhattan. Even choosing Manhattan, I think Gin and Tonic just had less competition in order to get there. <laughs> All right, okay. sure. Nobody cares about my perfect day. All right, moving on. Um, to I want to hear. All right, cool. We wake up 9.30, get breakfast, <laughs> have a Bloody Mary with breakfast, because why not? Maybe do a hash skillet. That's delicious. I like Drew's, uh, Drew's thing there. Uh, we go tailgate at the ballpark, start slamming bush lights. Ballpark. Uh, Miller Park, sure, I'm here. Why not? Um, doesn't matter. Go to a matinee game, perfect 1 o'clock game, 1 to 4. Go to, a, go to the bars after, get some food there. 
Doubleheader? No, no doubleheader. One game's enough for me. The double, one double- what if you what if you doubleheadered Miller Park the afternoon game and then Wrigley Field the night game? I think I'd rather go the other way around. Yeah, I would too. I think just because Wrigley Field is such a nice matinee venue. Yeah, it's a daytime. Place. And it's cheaper to go out in Milwaukee as opposed to Wrigleyville. We're getting in the weeds right. a little bit, I fellas. Think, yeah, you're right. Yeah. We know our perfect days. That's perfect. All right, moving on to our other semifinal. The other goddamn miracle run, the 15th seed, the Mimosa, uh, versus the number six seed, the Dark and Stormy. This, uh, Evan, I'm oh, sorry. I'm going to put you on the spot here, Evan. <sighs> very tough. Uh, very tough choice. I'm extremely conflicted. Uh, like I said, the Dark and Stormy is such a perfect drink. But then again, the Mimosa, they're, you know, they're the underdog. They're that scrappy young team that they just have the fight in them that they can go far. Mimosa's Florida Gulf Coast. Um, and I, I hate I hate to do it, but I'm going Mimosa. I, I, I'm thinking about all the mimosa, Mimosas I've had. And I had a better time with the Dark and Stormy, but I've had a longer time with the Mimosa, and I I have to push it through. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking back to when I had to buy five dollar bottles of Andre, and I throw a little orange juice in there, and it just tastes exquisite. It, it's hard to beat. I'm going Mimosa. All right. Damn. I uh. This is a very tough matchup. I think it's hard because these are two drinks that are for very different situations. Uh, you know, Mimosa obviously being a brunch time, maybe warmer weather. Um, you know, out with friends, maybe family, maybe at home, a little brunch. Uh, dark and stormy, maybe a more upscale event. You're in a nice, a nice, I don't know, rooftop bar in one of the nice five Atlanta boroughs. bar. Maybe an Atlanta bar. Uh, maybe it's in a basement. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's at the there's pool tables around it's kind of classy <laughs> feels like i'm definitely wearing a sport coat no matter what if i'm drinking a dark and stormy um i'm not working but i just hopped off a plane from something work related um and now i'm at the bar uh so it comes down to which of those two vibes do i like more and i think i'm gonna go dark and stormy fellas respectable final vote there we go. Great pit. Dare to be bold. Um, the nostalgia wears off here. As much fun as we had in Atlanta, uh, I'm gonna go with the mimosa here. Like I said, I'd I'd rather drink this one until the end of time. They are bottomless, right? That's it's a, a lot of OJ, uh, man. <laughs> Grant, I mean Drew Baker. Well. Yeah, I had mentioned this earlier before John came up, but a mimosa could be 99% champagne and 1% OJ, or it could be 50-50. So I think I you, you can definitely, you know, minimize the amount of OJ. That's fair. Yeah, so, true. So, so I'm going to take a deep breath. Um, my argument here... <laughs> And since this is a Final Four matchup, I want to give it some respect. And I'm going to put these drinks in a vacuum and say, traditionally, one of these drinks you are ordering for like a four-hour window on two days of the week, 
and the other one is accessible to you after like any like 5 p.m any day and get out of here with I, your bullshit logic so yeah. i think uh, objectively speaking when you're talking about what you want in a cocktail i want it the the dark and stormy is not only a delicious beverage but it is an actual i i think it is a more genuine cocktail than the mimosa and a more valid uh, title contender to know that that is a cocktail that you will see on any drink menu for any place you go to. Whereas the mimosa is a brunch beverage. It's does the, it's, does it's, the scarcity not add value to it though? No, I don't think so. Because again, I don't, the mimosa to me, one of my arguments for the, like against the mimosa early to begin with is it's just like, it's, far too simplistic uh for and that might be fine for some of these early rounds but just champagne and orange juice there's no like i there's no artistry to that it's just literal like here's your bottle of champagne here's your carafe of oj now you do the work i want to see you know the the bartender behind the bar like make the beverage i want it to be an Why? enjoyable experience was that so part I, you're, you're getting the wrong mimosas because when I got my uh, aforementioned man mimosas, I was standing at the bar and they poured the entire bottle into the glass. And I watched them do it. I, I didn't have to do it. I watched them. So I don't know where you're getting your yeah. mimosas from. I'm very happy I, also, you. like, an old-fashioned has, like, four ingredients. So it's, like, two more. Like, it's not – they're all pretty simple. It's just branding. The the I the the mimosa is a fraud beverage. It's fraudulent. It's not a real cocktail. It's a mixed drink, and yeah, the the dark and stormy is the superior cocktail. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why you don't drink when you're emotional. Does this make me a tiebreaker? I think so. So uh, yeah, I also voted dark and stormy. So Drew, everything you said was completely invalid, um, <laughs> because. The Dark and Stormy also has two ingredients in it. <laughs> dark it and has, Stormy. It's, it's the rum and the Storms. ginger beer. I don't. That's that's a bad argument. I don't think that you can put it in a bubble and say one's only good for two days of the week. I don't think that's a good argument. I'm sorry, Drew. I think you're also in the mindset where your team gets upset in the first round of the tournament and you're rooting against that team the rest of the way. And I think that's kind <laughs> of in the mindset that you're in right now. Um, and I really appreciate that, and I, and I apologize. With all of that being said, <laughs> I enjoy a dark and stormy much more than I enjoy a mimosa. So, I, with all, yeah, it's a dark and stormy for me personally because I like <laughs> them more. And now I'm not going to validate it with all this like hypothetical bullshit behind it. I just like one more than the other one, and that's fine. So I'm happy to move them on. And I'm sorry for my two boys that are mimosa kings. I'm sorry. And I think that John saved this drink by joining this call halfway through the podcast. So, which is interesting to me. Um, I don't so, know. It warms my heart that the old fashioned lost to a drink that didn't even make it to the finals. That's pretty wow. nice. Look, I'm fine just on principle that the fact that a wine beverage is not in the championship round for a cocktail, so that's that's whatever. I'll take it. It's not wine, wine beverage. It's sparkling wine. I uh, I will never hate on someone that is thinking 
with their heart as you are, Corey. Thank you. You, you have your rationales for this bracket, and Drew has stated that his rationales are what's important for the bracket, but, you know, I trust your decision, so. Thanks, man. That's true room 11 right there. Uh, so, our final pairing the to consider the ultimate quarantini, as we're calling it, uh, the margarita, the one seed, the absolute beast of a team, uh, your your absolute UCLA of the 1970s uh, versus a six seed. I would call this maybe your butlers of the 2000s, if you're going to be nice to them. Uh, the dark and stormy. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna let Drew take this one first. So this one's tough because I've already said. I, I rum is above tequila on my personal rankings. I, I don't necessarily dislike tequila. It's probably my most like mid of like the the liquor types, um, with rum being a notch below above it and whiskey being my number one. Um, I will say I think the kind of the the situational arguments that have been made for like the situations you're normally in when you have a margarita. I think are ones that I have more um, like I, I think of home when I think of Margarita, I think of the beaches, sunshine, good Mexican food. Uh, Dark and stormy definitely has an aesthetic. It's a really tough choice. And I think even if I personally enjoy, I, I, again, it's the, I think it's the difference between like best and favorite. My favorite of the two is the dark and stormy. I think the Margarita is the best cocktail on this one. So I'm going to have them as my matchup winner very good um i i will uh my vote is going to the margarita um i i love dark and stormies i've mentioned this uh fantastic drink but just something about the marg it feels like it's an everyday drink you know, you go to a uh, Mexican restaurant or something, you're getting a Marg. Uh, there's Marg Mondays. There's always deals with Margs. Uh, it just feels like it's more primed for the win here. And then also we're going into summer, which is, you know, the big time for margaritas. You're sipping on them when you're outside, a little hot. They cool you down. I don't know if the dark and stormy can do that. It's too dark and stormy. I and I've also really only had dark and stormies one night, um, so I, I don't know where they fit in, you know, in a summer drink category. So I, I just can't. They they're too unproven here. I can't do it. I I got to go with the marks for the ship. Sean Lopez. Yeah, that's well said. Um, again, two drinks I like maybe equally like in terms of taste. So I'm just going off the general vibe I would experience when having one. Uh, so mimosas were that early morning brunch drink. Marg's that afternoon party. Maybe still still drinking them well into the night even. Uh, dark and stormy, that nicer evening out. Oh, boy. I think, uh, I, think I gotta go margarita. I'm a, a daytime party guy. Like to get tan, like to get some sun. Uh, feel the sand between my toes. <laughs> uh, so margarita, yeah. Grant for the clean sweep. Well, 
ladies and gentlemen, that's how you do it. Can we talk about Korea for a second? <laughs> Korea was done. <laughs> Korea Get was done all wrong, baby. I had this winning from day one. The margarita, hands down, best cocktail ever made. Fight me. I will. I will. For a different I reason. Like, uh, yeah. I... Damn. Everyone talked. Uh, I would like to ask John: Are you a fan of the flavored margaritas, like uh, jalapeno or like a strawberry? Is that your kind of? Um, like... I don't have too much experience in this realm, but I will say off the top, like anything, any spicy drink, I'm not into. Um, anything you're doing to make it like salty, spicy, savory, I'm not going to be into for a drink. That's only for solid food. And maybe gas, if that's a thing I could find. Um, yeah. So I probably strawberry margarita sounds good. I don't think I've had one, but I would definitely yeah, try it. That sounds good. sounds good. Because yeah. I said I'm not too into sour. Have, so yeah. if we can make a sweeter one, I'm I'm all into that. Yeah. I have another question. Uh, this is kind of for the group, uh, but it'll come to Grant first because he's the margarita guy, I guess. Are you a uh, a Corona Rita guy? One of those like big margaritas where they stick the bottle of Corona in. I will what's, definitely. What's your on that? I will definitely order one because they're usually like some special deal at restaurants. But if I was at home and I had a fridge full of Coronas and I had all the ingredients for a margarita, I would drink them separately. Okay. I I don't think I would do it just because. It's just two different flavors, and I don't think I don't want them to mesh together. I think a margarita is really good on its own. I think a Corona is good on its own. I mean, it's not my personal Mexican lager of choice, but I think it's fine on its own. But I I want the margarita separate. Like I want it separate. I want to enjoy the margarita for what it is, not with like a bit like a low tier beer inside of it. Just give me the mark. True. Yeah, I I. Between when it comes to a Corona Rita, I'd rather just have a loaded Corona because I feel like a Corona Rita is just drinking like 1500 calories in the form of a slushy that's just going to make me feel bad. I also, I don't know what like, I, I don't know what restaurants Greg goes to, but I feel like I've also never seen one for like less than $20 on like a menu anywhere. Um, so there's just, there's better utility out there in terms of uh, a beverage experience. Yeah, I I've only had one. Um, I I feel like they're like really big on like coastal towns. I don't think like oh, you'll find sure. them anywhere. Else. They're everywhere like, in like yeah, Tampa, Clearwater area. Big time beach drink, but yeah, yeah I had they one. They were in Hilton Head a lot. Yeah, and it was it was it was pretty good, but I was also like significantly like drunk, so I don't really remember it. But it was good. So I feel like little, if we're talking large. Yeah, I think if we're talking gimmicky, large, like novelty beverage, I'd yeah, rather okay. just have a fishbowl. Ooh. <laughs> uh, John, so we kind of went over this at the beginning, uh, but is there anything on here that you think we missed that you think that you would have liked to see? For cocktails? No, I think you guys covered all my bases. Uh, I'm not too big of a cocktail. Whoa. Anyway, I'm not too big of a cocktail guy. You know, I usually stick to beer and shots of whiskey if I'm going out to like a dive bar. Um, and then like whiskey neat if I'm going to like a nice bar, quote unquote. Um, so this covered all the cocktails I ever drink or ever would drink. That's good enough. Um, and lastly, before we uh, before we go, just 
everybody's top pick that they would have had personally winning. I know Grant, you would have had the margarita, right? Regardless. Um, Drew, if you want to quickly get out a little bit of. Uh, if you want my passion plea, go back like 45 minutes into this taping uh, before I was, my heart was ripped out and shown to me for the dumbest of reasons. Um, yet again, at least Grant had the courtesy of letting uh, my team get to, or my pick get to like the semifinals or whatever last week before he decided to pull some dumb bullshit. But um, so, so safe to say you probably would have had old fashioned winning. Old, I think my original matchup was old fashioned versus the margarita. And I think that was going to be a, a, a I would have picked the old fashioned ultimately. But I think that would have been. There would have been some decision in there because I do think a margarita is just like old fashioned, like on old fashioned tier is just like one of the like primo cocktails. Yeah. Devin, your dream finals, who you had, who would you had? Finals, a little tough. I think, you know, I, I tried to be slightly rational in my decision making, and that's why I put margarita over the GNT. Um, I mean, personally, GNT is my favorite, I think. Uh, and then it kind of goes mimosa. Um, I don't know. Looking through all these other ones, I, there's a lot of drinks that I like, but it, they're not something I would order often. Um, but I'm pretty content with the margarita going all the way. I felt like it's uh, probably the most complete drink. Uh, I know. I know, John. I don't think you see the whole bracket, but try to pull it, it up right now. It's in the Discord. Yeah, no, I, it's loading right now. Okay. So. Um, but even still, I think, like, Final Four probably would have had Mimosa. Uh, but I probably would have chose Old Fashioned over Mimosa, to be honest with you guys, to vindicate Drew a little bit. Yeah. So, Corey, what would have your pick then be, not that we need to retape this entire pod? Um, I probably would have went Gin and Tonic versus old fashioned in the finale and i probably would have picked the old fashioned i feel good then knowing <laughs> that there's an alternative universe where uh john was on this pod instead of grant and uh i'm vindicated i don't know i might have been swayed to like just vote no trust me dude when you listen you. to the full taping it's going to be the dumbest argument you have ever heard in nope. your adult life uh for you'll, you'll hear what i said possible. and it'll be good Evan, uh, Evan's argument was fine. It's Grant's that I've been furious about for the last like yeah. hour. Which is See, I don't know. I don't know if it's the dumbest argument I've personally ever been a part of because Drew and I have also argued before this podcast. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think my uh, my favorite drink of all time though would have to be Drew's wine. Oh, it's funny. Uh, so I was actually going to get into that quickly. <laughs> lastly, before no, that I'm talking about Drew. Second. It's a pun. That was very I, good. It took John. me a second. That was it's very, very good. It's a white wine. Um, yeah. It pairs the well with wines. It, pa- it pairs well with uh, nothing. Um, <laughs> so I did. Uh, just lastly, before we leave, uh, just quick roundtable. Everybody's favorite personal favorite drink. Um, but I'll start with mine. I already mentioned at the top, but I'm a big Pim's Cup guy. I think that's really my go-to. Uh, but Grant, if you have a specific type of, of margarita or tequila that. Yeah, loaded Corona. You take a little bit of Corona out of the bottle. You fill the rest up with tequila. You're off to the races. Any specific type of tequila there? Good tequila. That's silver, cool. probably. Silver. All right. Casamigos? 
No free clout. <laughs> uh, Evan? Um, I, I hate to say this, but I have, like, a few different drinks. Oh, if I'm... On, bro. If I'm binge drinking, I I'm going uh, gin and tonic. Yep. If I'm at if I'm back home and I'm at a nice uh, dinner with my parents, then whatever red wine my, my dad orders, um, and then a beer. I mean, what's better than a nice bush light, tall boy bush light? I mean, oh, that possible blue. to be. Well, maybe. Uh, Drew, what kind of old fashioned is your favorite? <laughs> uh, the older, no, my, the I mean, for most bars, my go to, I'll just do like, um, like wild turkey or bullet and coke with like a lime wedge. Um, that's pretty quick and easy. And I generally don't try to like overwhelm people with cocktails unless it's specifically a cocktail bar or they're not that busy. Old fashioned, my favorites definitely are like a heavier bourbon um i like i said earlier i like brown sugar over like traditional simple syrup and then just like an orange wedge um sometimes when i'm home because my dad is an adult man with like nice things in his personal bar um i will take the orange wedge and i'll torch it real quick and give it like a little smoke um again that's not how i like do it always but it's a little fun thing to have some uh get like um uh in real with it and just uh pow putting a little pizzazz yeah uh quickly john your personal favorite uh does it have to be a cocktail no oh just uh a modelo draft is uh the tastiest Mm. beverage in the world so if you're if you're gonna go if you're gonna go cocktail or you just you you're more of a neat guy though right yeah yeah for sure if I go cocktail, it's just going to be like a, a Maker's Mark or something like that. That's good. <laughs> Which is not a cocktail. That's fine. Um, so thank you for joining us on our second episode of Base Bracketology. Uh, so what we'll do is we'll put the final four up into a Twitter poll, and we'll toss it out to you guys to uh, decide. Um I'm going to ask that the Twitter people don't do it yet because we're two episodes behind of putting out of uh, uh, product so correct. please don't do it yet uh, but we'll put it up uh yeah i'm, I'm kind of slacking over here i'm sorry about the uh the, the slow editing process it's okay are you busy bro a little bit yeah, home? yeah what are you doing <laughs> i'm building thought, my uh, dynasty team. Yeah, i thought you coordinated you're... travel uh-huh yeah isn't there so, no more travel left mm-hmm. anyway thanks for joining uh <laughs> And uh, we'll we'll be back soon with uh, some fresh faces potentially another topic that uh, that we maybe we'll, we'll we'll think about if you have any ideas for topics go ahead DM us send us an email whatever you want to do because uh, we're we're happy to uh, not have to work hard to find creative bones so I'm good with that uh, for Grant uh, Drew Evan and half an episode of John uh, good night everybody. But now it's your- It's all.